The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is Welcome to the program, Rareform Radio. Thursday night, not live yet again. <laughs> I don't know that we'll ever be live again. I don't know. Well, we'll see what's going on with this fucking company. God damn it. <laughs> Instead, we'll hear, we're here at Five Point Studios in North Hollywood, California. <clears throat> yeah, do I, have, do I have to read any copy tonight? No, I forgot to bring it, but <laughs> we didn't have to do it in the first place. Yeah, we were like being a, nice guys. It's like Fuck a thank em. you. Yeah, we were is. being nice. I was willing uh, to be nice again. Mm-hmm. We'll do it next week. All right. Uh, welcome to the program. Rareform Radio, Dan Cleary, Frank Argueta. <laughs> Todd Newman. And me. We almost didn't start the show. Yeah. We were listening to some awesome shit that we may get into later. Yeah, we might get into that because that's going to be the rest of my night after we record this. You sent me something last week. I think it was a week ago tonight. Yeah, it might, might have been. And I went down a two or three hour rabbit hole of like just absolute radness. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it's, but... it's the stuff that YouTube and the internet was invented for, I believe. 100%. Um, <clears throat> we are coming to you tonight. From Hollywood. What's this? Five Points Studio? Five Points Studio. Five Points. Yep. Why the Five Points? Is if, it like a reference to Gangs of New York? Yeah, that's what I was going to, because that's the Five Points that I know is the Gangs of New York thing. The reason it's called that is if you walk out the front door yeah. and go to the left, you're at this, which I can, I think it's the worst intersection Thank in you. Los Angeles. Thank you. Right. Yes. Yeah. You, there's no reason why you should hit it, though. You shouldn't come from that way. Yeah, I don't no, I, I don't hit it, so I don't know what huh. it is. Well, sometimes when I can't find parking, I'm stuck right oh, there. Oh, yeah. okay. So, anyways. Um, but it's, uh, it's uh, just a, 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 where five major streets come together. Right. And I, this is where I live, so mm. I hit this light all the time. And if you hit the light, like nine minutes, you're there. It's oh, if you, so gross. you're like, if you see it green, you're going like 90 trying to catch the light, because if you don't. You're going to, like, miss a movie or some shit. Gotcha. Yeah. Five, five Point Studio. Five, five Point Studio. And yeah. here we are, coming to you from Five Point Studio. Peanuts, popcorn, candy apples. <clears throat> in the fucking valley. I, I've, I've never been in the valley this much in my life. It's pretty great, right? No, it's <laughs> terrible. It's the worst thing in the world. Oh, no, that's the best. In fact, that's why once the little uh, renovation is done over at my place, we're moving into my back house. Oh, I'm down. I'm nice. down with that for sure. Because I can't fucking deal. Um, what else? What other reason would you ever come to the valley? Does anything get you out here? Uh, yeah, sometimes I gotta pick up the kids from school. My son goes to school here, but he's like, literally... He slums it out here? (laughs) Yeah, I wish it was the fucking case. Fucking, I'm going broke paying for his school. No, he's in a school that's literally right over the hill. So I don't feel like I'm... 
I can kind of sneak up the hills and come down the backside. Flank it. And not feel like I've hit the valley. You dip your toe in the valley. Yeah. And it's too cool, so you <laughs> yeah, got to yeah. split. Exactly. I get it. It's just too cool for me out here. Do you hate it too, Frank? <laughs> uh, I think it's all right, but yeah, I don't have much business out here. Okay. Except for this, but hey. Okay. Well, good. sorry, dudes. <laughs> I think he does hate it because he's late getting here every single time. I will say Once this, again. man. The Once 101 again. heading out this way is definitely a test of Where are you everything. coming from? Yeah, I was about to ask. I'm coming from East Sunset. So I got to get the 101 right off of Alvarado. Like right. a Silver, uh, yeah, Silver Lake, and yeah, I get all that traffic. All you ever buy crack here. over there? Uh, every now and then. Have you tried doing the five? I have back five in the day. to the one thirty-four. Oh yeah, <laughs> the what? Have you tried doing the five to the one thirty-four? Yeah, sometimes it gets me to do that. Um, do you do you use Waze every time? I, you know, I started using Apple Maps because I yeah. feel it's a little better. At whatever least it tells you what whatever, lane you should be yeah, on. Yeah, whatever you're using, it's not getting you here on time. True. You should try Apple Helicopter. Which brings us to flight or whatever. Which brings us to a point that we were going to make tonight. Uh, Some, you know, we have a text chain, the RFR text chain, which most of the time I like. Uh, I want to say we're talking business, but we're just basically making fun of each other, fucking being idiots and sending like you know weird manipulated pictures of dicks going into things and saying this is Dan, this is Todd, blah blah blah. Like that's what we do. We don't talk any business. We don't say, hey, let's plan out the show for the week. No. We're going to work on this bit. We're going to work on that. You We're... say this and I'll say this. Yeah, right. we no. don't do that. No. What we do is we just text each other bullshit. And half the time I am busy with the kids or something. So it's like I got to be careful opening the phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> if my kids are lurking over my shoulders. Anyway, um, so we were texting today. and. Yeah. We were talking about a, a story that we can talk about the story. Let's just lead into that and then explain what had happened. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you read this story, Frank. I know Dan and I talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I am aware I, I of the story. I, yeah, I don't know if you read it because, which is what we'll get into in a minute. But uh, <laughs> apparently these, and I, I implore you to go look up this story, like CNN ran and everything. A mass amount of penis fish is what they're called penis fish washed up on the shores in southern california and immediately the headline caught my eye penis fish like it's on my fucking google thing like trending penis fish i'm like got to check this out you, it, you've never wanted to suck anything out of the ocean so bad in your ne- life never have i wanted to <laughs> so i look at this story and there are these worms, sea worms that live like under the dirt, but in the water, kind of like, and they're rarely seen. Mm-hmm. They're good like because they're billions vile. Yeah, they're billions of years old, yeah. and they look like cocks, but like raw, like newly formed, weird, like alien, human alien cocks. Is what they look like, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. hu- it's a human cock, but in a weird, like pristine, slimy human form. And it even has like it has a head, white, white dude pigment. Yeah, like, it yeah. looks fleshy like a cock. Too. It looks more like a cock than my cock. That's true. That <laughs> like, is true. It looks more like a dick than mine. Right. And 
There were millions of these okay, just right washed now, up everywhere. Think of a million dicks in a pile, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's that, exactly what. Go it to looks the story, like. Google image, whatever you want to do, but you will see that this is a real thing, penis fish. And so we're texting, and I said, "No wonder my wife wants to go to the beach so much lately." <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> um, we're texting about it, and I was like, "Guys, did you see the story? We should talk about this. Is fucking weird and awesome and disgusting all at the same time, which is right up our alley." Absolutely. And Frank chimed in, and I don't have any idea what the fuck he was talking about, and so we had to have a translator come in. Yeah. So, well. <sighs> Should we go to the translation first and then decipher no, what it let, was? No, let's, let's go to the, the text first. So Todd sent the link, which was thousands of penis fish washed up on a California beach. Right, this is a CNN link. It's a, a, right, a, it's real. A, and a real link. Todd follows up with, need to discuss this. And Frank says, I was the name Cockfish wasn't very PG. I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> I was the name Cockfish wasn't very PG. So we had to call in a favor. Well, literally, it took a few minutes, and then you replied saying, I said, uh, and what, Frank? <laughs> yeah, and then, <laughs> Question mark. and then I wrote something. And you said, I couldn't even ask to decipher. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was so stifled. <laughs> like I didn't even know where how to start. Approach. Like where do you start to decipher what he just texted back right. to us? So I'm like, wow, he texts the way he talks. Right. We can't understand a fucking word when I he's sitting right next to us. The name Cockfish wasn't very PG. So <laughs> we had to call in an expert yeah. and, uh, and translate it. And this is what we got. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy divertation tonight. We had a very Darison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Terrace, and let's go the bit. They had the pet. Which didn't oh, help much. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun to pull back a story from 10 years ago. Yeah, working into uh, that bit. story, for those of you who don't know, that story is a woman, a newscaster who basically. Serene Branson. She had a stroke. <laughs> she, right. she, she had a stroke on air, which I believe the term. A Branson is now what it's yeah, called. And even in like, let's let's go from the beginning when the guy <laughs> throws to her. By the way, CBS 2 Serene Branson is live at the Staples Center with highlights and backstage coverage. We're seeing for the very first time, Serene. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy divertation tonight. We had a very Darison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Terrace, and let's go to the bit. They had the pet. And then they cut right to commercial. Yeah, I mean, wow. it, it's horrible what happened, but it's never going to get old. And weirdly, that made more sense than Frank's response. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then after giving it a lot of time, I think I figured out what you meant. Okay. So you said, I, so. I was the name Cockfish wasn't very PG. So I think the word was was supposed to be guess. Right. Was PG supposed to be PG or PC? Don't people use PG anymore? I thought PG was the one. Like a kid's Parental movie guidance? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense either <laughs> for that. <laughs> you don't want to guide your kids through that. Oh, so you, okay. meant, so you meant, I guess the name Cockfish wasn't very parental guidance. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes sense. Makes sense, right? Okay, good. <laughs> Which, by the way, you need to... I, if you want to continue to work with us, <laughs> you need to go into your Twitter... Your IG and your Facebook, and officially change your name to Cockfish <laughs> slash PG. PG. Frank the PG oh, Cockfish. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was fun. Uh, good stuff. Frank the Cockfish Engineer. It's great. I love it. 
Oh my God. Frank the Mumblemouth. Yeah. Just rolls right off the tongue. No pun intended. <laughs> I bet. It rolls right down my throat. Oh my God. Um, so, Dan, how are you? I'm tonight? pretty good. Uh, I think I'm finally unhigh from the Adderall two weeks ago. Dude, I got to nice. tell you. When I said, like, oh, you went into the bathroom and it smelled weird, like something wrong with you, like, I really did that happen. And when you came in here, <laughs> I had never seen you look like that. You, you mean it. And Frank, am I, I'm not making a joke here. No, no, no. You had a look of intensity, but like unnerving intensity, not like super, oh, Dan's focused. He's really on the ball tonight. It was oh, like. Yeah. You had this look in your eye. I've never seen it before. It was like laser beams coming out. And oh, I don't it's fucking awesome. I don't think I ever want to see it again. It sounds like I looked cool. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I looked cool. You looked you looked like you were on the way to heavy bertations. Oh good. That's super Darrison. <laughs> yeah. Pet the pet the pays the pays the pet. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, this guy might have a fucking heart attack tonight. You were your eyes were Bulging and lasering. Oh, I out felt of your it. Head. I didn't eat for two days. I was wow. up till six thirty in the morning, and then I chased it that evening during the show with a Red Bull. And you sent me an existing meme. I didn't know there was all kinds of Adderall memes. Yeah, yeah. But you are. found like fifteen <laughs> in two seconds. Yeah. But you sent one that was so specific to my my uh, situation. Yeah, an, it was a, an Adderall Red Bull meme, right? Oh, yeah, it was dear. like a living dangerously. Or something. when I saw that, I was like, oh yes, pay dirt. I mean, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been more perfect for for the the situation I was in. What is it? Um, fuck, where is it? I'm looking. I'm looking. All right. You guys keep talking. Frank, right. how are you? I'm oh, doing good. Uh, oh, it's yeah. Austin Powers, and it oh. says, "I noticed you popped your Adderall with Red Bull. I too like to live dangerously." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That was pretty good. I too like to live dangerously. But uh, I still have one left, so we'll see <coughs> oh, when, when I take that. Anyway, um, every time I come in here, I ask you before the show how your back is doing. Yes. How's your back doing today? My back is fucked up. It's, not, it's actually not as bad as it's been. It, the last few weeks, I've not really complained about it, but it's been bad. Yeah. And I've been dealing with it. So, is it true you're having your back removed? Yes, oh, I'm just gonna be torso less. <laughs> should help. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna stop at the chest and then just legs. Ah, oh, then you'll be short. That'll suck. <laughs> no, but they're stretching my legs, so I'm the same height. So you'll be like the guy. Look, a wagon wheel. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Uh, anchor uh, for a hunk of cheese guy. <clears throat> so, yeah, I fig. I'm not gonna get all personal about what, but I finally like. I'm fucked up. And they know it now. Right. Doctors and stuff. So I got prescribed this dosage of intense heavy steroids for a week. Mm -hmm. And I've been on them before. It's not like, obviously, not like gym steroids. It's medicinal. And it's to help kind of take down the inflammation and all that. Because I do. I have a bunch of discs that are out of place, basically. Yep. And one of them has a tear in it. Oh. Which sucks, yeah. But... uh the good news is, is the guy who's helping me, and he's a friend of mine, and he happens to be a spinal surgeon. So <clears throat> we're avoiding the surgery thing anyway. I'm on this heavy dose of this steroid, uh -oh. which I've taken before, and it is one of those things that, like, after... It's one of those ones, a packet, where you have to, like, 
before breakfast, take two. Then after dinner, after lunch, and two, and two, and then they it goes like all different weird ways for like six days straight. I've had but the same medication for asthma when yeah. I was a kid. All right, so it has an adverse effect on my emotions, <laughs> and I do get very uppity and tri- hair triggery when I'm on it. I've been on it before. I told him that he's like, I just go easy, bro. Just take it and try not to get too stressed out. And uh, and then there's a whole plan after I'm done with that of other stuff that we're going to try. Anyway, so <clears throat> this morning or this afternoon, I go to this restaurant to eat. A restaurant that's, I wouldn't say it's high end, but it's, it's not fucking Burger King. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's a decent sit-down place that I've been to many times. I actually know the people that work there. And uh, I get in there, and it's packed. Luckily, I got a table, and there's one open table next to me. I order my food, and I sit down. I sit down, and I order my food, and this woman comes in with her children. And say one of them's like five years old, and one of them's two-year-old, and, uh, which doesn't bother me at all. I know how it is. But immediately, the younger child starts coughing over and over and over. like Definitely that, covering their mouth, though. No, no <laughs> not covering the mouth, not covering the mouth. The mother's making no mention. Are you okay? Cover your mouth. Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those... Obviously, the child has a cold cough. It's not just a little, <clears throat> I mean, it's like that. <coughs> yeah, right. And it's, I mean, from the second the kid walked in the door, every four seconds, that it sounds like there's glass in the back of their fucking throat kind of cough, right? Oh, the kid is coughing so hard that she is now starting to gag. Oh my god. It's a little it's a petri dish yeah. with arms and legs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting in the next table. So I'm thinking, okay, I gotta go easy, because I'm a little fucking more agitated than usual. Just <laughs> chill, you know? Eat my food quick and get the fuck out of here. Because like I don't want to get sick. It's fucking holiday time. And like it's close enough. You know what I mean? Where right. If it was in the other end of the restaurant, no, I might have been you're like, you know, in the, you're I'm in, in the, the line of fire. Zone. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the danger zone. You've seen those videos where they actually show the animation of how far a cough oh, yeah, goes. Right. You know, the, yeah, that yeah. old commercial in the <laughs> elevator where the guy's like, oh, and the whole elevator fills up with fucking smoky germs. It's like a 14 or 15 foot perimeter. For yeah, yeah, yeah. And so coughs. I'm in the fucking line of fire. And I'm kind of like turning my head. I eat my food and. Uh, at, at one point I was going to order something else and then I'm like, fuck this. I got to get out of here. And it's just, I'm starting to bubble inside because the mother is just not saying anything. This motherfucker. I guess I got it. Oh, fuck. Fuck it. We lost it then. You missed a big moment. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I asked the waiter for the check. And like, I've even made eye contact with other people in the restaurant and people who work there. Like, they all, everybody knows what's going on and it's uncomfortable for everybody. So I hold out my credit card, like, yeah, check please, you know, kind of thing. 
and the kid coughs and coughs and like i could see a few spit sprays uh, fly my way so i turn my head i look back a couple of times because i just can't contain myself and throw a little bit of an eye roll you know like almost like you threw a little shade yeah a little shade like i'm hinting like do something you know like just euthanize the boy yeah. or something and, and i feel bad for the kid you know because the kid it's not the kid's fault no, you know right so finally i roll my eyes one time and she says to me wait what exactly? the mother yeah the mother says um really oh, you're annoyed boy. a child is sick and I turn around and I'm like biting my fucking bottom lip. I'm like, I go, no, I'm not annoyed that a child's sick. I'm annoyed that you would bring a child, a sick child in here. I'm annoyed at you. And I fucking signed my check very nicely. Didn't yeah. get up and scream. Yeah. Said it not nicely, but very calmly. Sign my check, and I stand up. And I know the guy who's the manager there. So we're wa- I'm walking out. And I let him have it instead. Oh, <laughs> and he's God. like, hey, da, da, da. and I'm like, he's like, why, why are you rushing out? I'm like, dude, he had just walked into work. I'm like, bro, this fucking vile cunt. And like, I'm saying it loud enough where she can hear it. You know, I'm like, this vile cunt. Her kid is sick. She brings a kid like, bro, the kid should be at home anyway. You know, I give him the whole fucking rundown and then I just leave. Then I leave and I start feeling bad. Because the kids saw me get, you know, kind of animated. What is your problem, you insensitive <laughs> asshole? That, but that's what you should be playing for this woman. It's and I for fa- all parties. I got to tell you, <laughs> I'm getting mad just thinking about it now because I got to tell you. Your shoulders are going up. I yeah, can see yeah, it. yeah. I, I wanted to fucking wring her neck. Like, I was just like, you fucking stupid cunt. Like, you should not have, you shouldn't be allowed to have these kids. Oh, and it's like, because you, I could just tell, like, the kids didn't want to eat there. It's a specialized restaurant. Uh, kids are not down to go there. Believe me, my kids aren't. That's why I go during the day without them. Right. I'm like, ah, oh, that's where you want to go. You know, it's like, so I'm, I know that the kids don't want to be there. The kid is fucking sick. Everybody in Los Angeles has a fucking cold or the flu right now. Like, keep your fucking kid at home. And the kid, the whole time, by the way, the kid is coughing, not touching a bite of food, laying on like half on the mom's lap. <coughs> <coughs> You know, like, the whole fucking time. And she's just not paying any attention. And the other kid is just sitting there, not saying a word, and kind of traumatized because I know how kids think. You know what I mean? Like, the kid's like, my mother's a fucking cunt, and we shouldn't be here right now. (laughs) And I'm too little to say anything about it. Oh, it's so good. So, wait, all right, so then. And I know that I'm in this state because... I'm on some weird medication, so I'm like, all right, just fucking pay attention to the road, you know, like, because I could easily just peel out into traffic, it's like bam, the, I the get good to park. the scene. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, Todd. Yeah. yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> so, uh, so I leave, and I go to the bank, which was a mistake, because <laughs> I go to the bank, and I get out, and... uh there's a guy, it's the bank I go to all the time, and there's the parking guy there. Is sperm bank? The sperm bank, yes. It's a, um, I go there for, with my penis fish. Perfect. <laughs> Deposit <laughs> some penis fish. where you fish. go for dessert after lunch. 
So I go to the bank, and usually the parking guy, I've known him for years. Hey, how you doing? We have a rapport. He's a cool guy, whatever. He's laid back. There's a new guy today. And, like, I'm, there's no spots, but I see a guy walking across. The guy's watching us, the, the, the temporary parking attendant. And the guy points to me, or he looks at me, and he points to his car. Basically saying, here's my spot. Yeah, right. which is a common, gracious, yeah. nice thing, you know, on the street to do. Like, yeah, I do it every time I'm pulling out. Somebody's looking for a spot. Hey, I'm, pull, I'm parked right here. He does that to me. This guy witnesses that. There's no other spots. The guy gets in his car. The guy jumped. The parking guy jumps in front of my car and puts his hand out like this, like to stop. I'm, I'm not moving, by the way. Like, I've been <laughs> sitting there waiting for the last three minutes anyway. Puts his hand in front of me. And he's backing the other guy out, backing the other guy out, backing the And he keeps putting his hand in it. And I'm saying this, like, in my, like, I fucking know. I got it. And, like, I'm thinking about my wife and kids because they know that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, you're, don't direct me. I know how to fucking drive. It, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's. L- look at me. <laughs> you're, you're causing more distraction than you are helping. So I pull in. And he's like, go, pull in. Like. I know. It's like when you go to a sports <laughs> yeah. game and there's, there's only one way to go in traffic and they're pointing. Pointing to go like, that I, way. Let me guess. Follow everybody <laughs> yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what I do? No. Oh, you don't want me to make a left into the, all the orange pylons that are making me go that way? <laughs> so all right. Stupid. So. <laughs> oh, you gave me one more thing to be upset about right. now whenever I go. So <laughs> I go into the bank. I may do my transaction, whatever. I'm, very, I'm being very pleasant. I'm almost being overly pleasant to try and Trick counter, <laughs> counter the effects of, yeah. And I come back out, and there's like three people getting ready to leave. I get my car, I start it up, and he jumps in, in behind my car. And he puts his hand out, like the stop sign. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. And he starts backing someone else out. But there's another car already backing out. And I'm like, this guy's going to cause the accident. Yeah. So he's telling someone to go when there's someone else going already. And I'm watching it through the reverse camera on, in my car, <laughs> right? So I start in, this, this is where I was having fun. Yeah, sure. I start inching out of the spot just oh. to make him go nuts. <laughs> and he, he practically fucking jumps onto the fucking trunk of my car. He's like, and he's, he's screaming, stop, 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 stop. And I'm like, okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> and, and the other cars are fucking going crazy, and they don't know what to do. And, and I finally pull, they both go, and then I finally pull out. And he's backing me, backing me, but he's behind my car. So finally, Move, I, dude. Yeah, so yeah. finally, I roll down the window. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of my way. You're making more fucking problems than you are helping. And he tells me, I won't do the accent, but he tells me, this is my job. And I go, no, it's not. If I call your fucking boss, guaranteed he does not want you directing cars that are going to get into an accident because then it's your fault. Yeah. You're supposed to take the ticket, bro. Yeah, that's it. And then I just fucking <laughs> pulled up. And I went home and I was like, <sighs> like, I was like, I got to calm down. Like, it was fucking we spit all know, flying. We all man. know how parking lots work. We all oh, know, man. let someone go. If, like, someone behind me, if I'm backing up and someone behind me does, one of us is going to stop and yeah, let the other yeah, one go. Right. We've all figured right. it out. Here's the other thing. Most cars have cameras in them yeah. now where, yeah. like, 
I don't need to see you. This it's literally it's like distracting. Okay, if I was watching a TV show in my living room, yeah. Okay, I'm watching Friends or yeah. The Simpsons or whatever fucking mundane thing I'm watching, and then a huge guy just jumps in and starts going like this. <laughs> it would be distracting yeah, to watch. Yeah, the show. Yeah. It's like. Dude, I fucking see. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. I'm not just That's, flooring it. <laughs> who, what power trip are you on that you feel the need to be in control of this lot right now when most of the people here have been driving for good portions of their lives? He's one of these above and beyond assholes. Oh, God. The other guy, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Like, the, the guy who's the usual guy there. Just keeps napping. I've never seen him get out of the seat. Yeah, Under that, the umbrella with the fucking podium. <laughs> that's where he belongs. Yeah. And he never gives me a ticket. He's yeah. just like, hey, how you doing? Yep. Good. Good? You good? Yeah. Okay, cool. 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 Bye. <laughs> good to see you, bro. That's it. That's all that's required. I love it. I'm so happy. With <sighs> I'm so fucking why. amped up right now, too, because of that. I love how I tough your life is. That. Yeah. What's the worst thing that happens to you in a day, Frank? What, Jeez, was the, what was the worst part of your day today? Trying uh, to get here, Yeah, apparently. traffic on, on the 101. Other than that, I think my day, my days are pretty all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't complain. Honestly, I can't complain. Besides traffic, what in life makes you most angry? Uh, man, people that... At least because of the, <laughs> I guess the type to... of work I do. Like, people that ask for things, but, you know, they don't realize what they're asking. Like, they say, oh, can you just do this, that, and the other? And it's like, well, do you realize what goes into doing this, that, and the other? Like, stuff like that does get to me. It, it, it just, it's how I, I feel know. about my wife. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Preach, sister. <laughs> but, yeah, what about you, Dan? You're, you tend to be a pretty calm friend. I mean, I, I will say you are just a, a, an even, steady, just, yeah, dependable guy. It's, it's funny that you say that because two nights ago, uh-huh. uh, I thought about, like, what makes me most upset in the world. Right. And I have the answer. It's video games. I thought it was going to be Matt Sorum, but okay, video games. No, yeah. no. He, I, just, he just, I just feel bad for that idiot. <laughs> um, uh, video games. Oh. So, uh, Meaning you get most riled up when you're playing a video game? Angry. If, like, if I'm playing a baseball game and I don't hit a home run... I'm livid. Are you like throw the controller down? Yes. Oh, so wow. I've started punching the like punching it like my it's thirteen year face. old is like I that. know. <laughs> so I punched my PS4 controller the other day and like it kind of broke open. I had to fix it, and oh, then wow. I kept. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down, and then something didn't go my way, and I threw it across the room into my like wall heater, and screamed at it. Like, I scream, wow. and I throw it. It's the only thing that makes me really angry, I used to get, and I hate it. I used to get like that. Like, I did a lot of work. Honest, I'm being honest here. Uh-huh. I did a lot of work on not damaging my own things when I would get angry because as a teenager and in my 20s, I was that guy. Like, I'd be talking on the cell phone. I'd get so angry. And this is when cell phones were, like, big and bulky yep. and not smartphones. Yep. And I would throw it against the wall and smash it into pieces and then have to get a phone. It like, feels you know, great for a second. For like, but it's not <laughs> worth the second. No. And so I've broken so many things, and my house had holes in the wall yep. from punching and kicking. Wow. And, like, I had to really work on that, yep. on stifling that. So I don't really do that kind of stuff anymore occasionally. The, the but... worst person in the world at that is Steve Isaacs. Oh, really? He really? has... Uh, I, I went to, I, I, there's been times when I've gone to his house and I walk in the backyard 
and there's a full stereo in the pool because what? the CD player wouldn't work. My favorite one is uh, he, uh, he was he staying with me? There was some reason like I had his game system. It was like a PlayStation something or something at, at my house. All right. And we were playing this game called Perfect Dark all the time. And it was the only game where I could always beat him in multiplayer. <laughs> and he's like, this just doesn't make any fucking sense. You're, there's no way you're this much better than me at this game. I'm like, no, except I am. Uh, you know, when, when you just when you state how good you are at something, it uh-huh. can drive someone insane. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. And he goes, dude, if you beat me again, this thing's done. This thing is this this thing is going to pay the price. And um, he's screaming the whole match. I lived on the third story of a building, and I had a balcony. And uh, the game's over, and I beat him, and I'm quiet. He goes, okay, well, and he goes and unplugs it from the wall, wraps all the cords around it wraps the controllers around it, and throws it off my third-story balcony <laughs> into the middle of Los Feliz Boulevard, which is a very busy, busy street. street. Yeah, yeah. So he threw it. It smashed everywhere. I just got so much more respect oh, for Isaac. Oh, it was great. Because wow. he's such a nice guy. So yeah, I, yeah. I smashed that. Oh, he, he, he smashed that and then got his keys and walked out of my house without saying a word. <laughs> wow. awesome. And he had no regrets. I'm in regrets. love with him now. He's broken guitars. He's thrown... He's, he's been like... Fucked up guitar solos when he's practicing at home and throwing his amplifier in the pool. Really, <laughs> I would have never guessed. He looks like such a oh, he calm has a temper dude. when it comes to Unhinged. technology. Really, like uh, I've seen him um, when MacBooks were brand new when they mm-hmm. had that that clear MacBook thing mm-hmm. they had. Oh, the clamshell looking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I've seen him fold those backwards and snap those and be like, "Well, time to get a new laptop." <laughs> oh, wow. Because like the awesome. Wi-Fi wouldn't yeah. work or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not even the thing no, that's not, not working. No, it's not its fault. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not the thing's fault. That's <laughs> the best. But he he gets Whoa. so angry. But that's sort of how I get with uh, with video games, and it's the only thing that makes me that angry. That's one of the reasons why I don't play video games. Because I went through a phase. I'm talking years ago, like. Tecmo Bowl, Nintendo, oh, like nice. uh-huh. Super yeah, yeah. Mario when it first came out. Well, I, that was like the last era I ever played a video game. All you New Yorkers say Mario. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And uh, and um, <laughs> there was a, a hockey game, 92 or something. I forget what year it was of the Nintendo hockey thing. Okay. Right. And I was like you. Yep. No one could beat me. Mm-hmm. To, and... In that game, you could pick teams that were way more skilled, and there was, like, the shitty team, like Calgary or whatever. Like, everyone on the team is slow, all the players, you know, they have different speeds and powers and shit like that. I think I remember this game. I think so. And I would use the shitty team and beat whoever was fucking... I just had this signature little move glitch thing that... <laughs> like I you, could, like, deke someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could yeah. just do it I, uh, on will. command. Bam, 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 bam. And, and they know it's coming and they can't defend it. <laughs> and I had a guy one time smash the fucking thing. Not throw it off the balcony, but smash it, like, pick it up and throw it on the ground. And that was the end of that. <laughs> wow. It, doesn't it That might have been the last time I played that game. You may as well go out on top. Yeah. It's a good feeling, though, when you're just that, that much better than someone. But here's the thing. That feeling of frustration that Steve has or whatever that I feel in my regular life and is a little amplified in my current situation just this week alone, I don't do that. Like, I don't outlet. Mm. I, I probably should, like, go box or fucking, right. you know. I used to 
take a baseball bat and fuck shit up purposely. Like, go out into my alley and break old, you know, meaningless shit. shit. Yeah, 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 just to get out anger. I don't do that anymore, and I probably should, because it. what I can't deal with, what gets me the most angry is just the no common sense stupidity of people. That's uh-huh. what bothers me the most. I mean... The elitism and all that kind of stuff does too. Like you hold the door for somebody, they oh, I'm your fucking servant. You can't say fucking thank you. You know, like I, uh, you're welcome. Like I, I'm that guy. Of course, you know, and I am. I'm doing it for the thank you. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I went to I went to the coffee bean on the way here, mm-hmm. and I walk in. Two of us walk in at the same time from opposite doors. This girl got there before me, and she watched the counter in front of me. And she didn't know what she wanted. And she's just staring at the thing. I'm behind mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I'm holding my cup. Like I have a refill cup. So I know what I want. And she didn't do like the, oh, you go ahead, if you know. She waited like a minute and while she looked at the menu. Right, right. There's only two of us in there. Yeah, yeah. Just let me go. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. Yeah, that's, okay. Oblivious to the world. Here's one that I just remembered happened with my son. I took my son to go get, he wanted to get some Christmas gifts for mom and his sister, right? And uh, so we're in, he, my, he knew what she wanted, like, in, we're in the Grove in Nordstrom's. And they have, like, they have a bunch of extra staff on that don't usually work there. They're just working there. They're in the holidays, make extra cash. And <clears throat> my son, like, if my son does stupid shit, because he's clueless, like, just to the world around him, just because he's always on his cell phone or video game. He just has... It is all kids, but I've been around him, and you're right. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just fucking like, clueless. Like, my no daughter's spatial not. awareness. <laughs> yeah, my daughter has spatial awareness. <clears throat> he has none. Super intelligent. No common sense, right? Bumping into people. Yeah, and, so, oh. yeah. So we're standing there, and there's this girl in a fucking wheelchair with a broken leg. Like, not disabled, like a, just a broken, a big cast on her leg, this, all signed. This is going to be a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> and her friend is pushing her. And we're in, like, the makeup section, which I just hate being in because it... Gives me all, headaches. Yeah, all the fucking perfumey smells and, like, all the people that work there are just way too done up for work, you know, and, like, caked on makeup and just, like, gross. Anyway, so... This woman, I see her approaching, and I look at my son, like, to see if he'll notice that they're going to try and get through here with a wheelchair. And he's just fucking, like, staring off into space. I grab him by the fucking back of the neck. I'm That's like, scruff. Yeah, I'm like, asshole, look behind you. She's like, oh, thank you. You know, she was like, she thought it was funny. Of course. And he just laughs. He's not like, oh, sorry. He just starts laughing. <laughs> he likes okay. being that way. That's weird. He has even said it to me like, that's just the Luke away. Like, that's his excuse for it. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Which drives me even more and crazy. he talks in third person. You, <laughs> yeah. got, you got trouble it's on your hands. It's just the Luke away, oh, man. man. So I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. Like, you got to, you know. So anyway, we're sorry, standing there. I, I got to give him this. <laughs> there you go, Luca. And uh, so we're standing there, and there's a woman being helped by a woman. Now I'm standing. <laughs> I'm standing there. She's asking some makeup question, <laughs> right? Right. I'm standing there. She's as far as you. Dan is what? You're two, three feet, two feet, yeah. two yeah. feet away from me right now. 
She's two feet away from me. I'm standing there for a good long time. I'm not pissed. The woman's asking a question, and she's getting help. And But we're next, right? Some other lady walks behind right when they're finishing up, and she turns her back to us. And she says, may I help you to the woman? And the woman goes, I think they're first, which, thank God she said that. And she turns around. She goes, oh, sorry. Did you need help? Like, I'm staring right at her, like, you know how you give the energy, like, I'm waiting when for you're you to done, ask me. yeah, right. I'm waiting for you to ask me, what, what can I help you with, you know? So I just, I look at Luca, he notices that kind of shit too, believe it or not, just because of me. Of course. So I look at him, and I go, now nah, we're good. And I walk away, and I find another woman who's right down the thing, and I'm like, I make her, this new woman, go into the other lady's section to get what I needed. And I'm just glaring at her the whole time. <laughs> like, she knows it, too. And I'm like, you're just a fucking stupid bitch. You Todd know, like, what, has, what has the fuck am I standing here for? The gold a guy and passive aggression. A guy <laughs> wearing a fucking T-shirt, all tattooed with another, with my boy standing next to me. Why would I be standing right two feet in front of you, looking, looking at you, at you right. if I didn't need help. Right. I'm not just some weirdo. And I was like, was that a personal, sn that's where I start going. Was that like a personal dig? She didn't want to help me for some reason, like the way I look. You're kind of trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm the fucking trash. You're the one with the fucking fake lips. Your hair is so slick back with product in it that I could see the flakes all over you, dirty, gross bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Unattractive, <laughs> fucking caked up makeup, little pock marks, like uh, smoothed like the, over. The Fratelli brother? Yeah, like yeah, like Robert Davi. <laughs> That's that guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> When's Goonies 2 coming out, you, <laughs> you fucking, fucking cunt? <laughs> So I like you I make just it all think, personal. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, look, I know it's wrong when it's happening. And after I can analyze and be like, oh, why are you? I do. I make it personal, a personal attack against me, and I make it personal about them to hurt them in my own mind. I mean, in the way, <laughs> they, you know they, I mean? they threw the first punch. Yeah. You know, metaphorically yeah. or yeah. whatever the word is. When, some, when I hold the door open for someone and they just walk through with their fucking nose in there, I know they're not personally doing it to yeah, me. Yeah, but you are. But they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That's, ex that's yep. exactly I'm like, you know, and I know they're just a fucking idiot and they're not doing it personally, but I'm the person that's happening to, like, so it's personal. When that happens to me, I literally believe if I found out that person died on their way home, I'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, good. Uh, oh, my oh, wish I'm came not. true. One less asshole. Yeah. Great. I hope their family is miserable about it. I know. I'm just really, man, I'm having a rough go at this life <laughs> I, just, I, I hear the older you get the easier it gets so you should yeah that's fine. not happening to oh. me it's getting harder and harder i was also being sarcastic <laughs> it's piling on top of each other that's amazing it's piling on top of each other so much that my spine is compressing and giving me under the issues. weight of yeah. The, yeah under the weight of the asshole world i live in <laughs> and i oh, i man. expect way too much and I, the thing that sucks if you maybe we should have a camera on me for like 24 hour period you guys can film and see <laughs> i go into the world into the day and i'm like you know i see the people at starbucks the kids who work there i see them every day hey how you guys doing good morning good morning todd they have my stuff ready like it starts good 
and I'll let some people in in traffic, and I'll hold the door for people. Like, I try to do it every day. Try to be the right way, and people just fucking ruin it for me every day. I do think that we should start up a YouTube page and I want you to wear a body cam for a day. And let's see. <laughs> let people see what your day really is like. You're going you're gonna to see the extension of my arm and just fucking bullets fly. <laughs> <laughs> so great. And the camera's going to get ripped off and thrown oh, onto the ground. Absolutely. No, man. It's fucking, it's, it's rough. And it is. And even my wife's like, she, like, sometimes she's just like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Like, everybody else exists. Like, well, just shut the fuck I could see it in her face when I'm bitching about something. Amazing. Especially with the driving thing. Because the second that a guy goes, like, waves his hand, I go, I know! Like, and she's like, oh, God, you're just the most embarrassing person to be married to. <laughs> <laughs> I, probably ha I probably agree with her on this, but uh, what are you going to do? You can't help it. Yeah. I just, I can't deal with. I don't think we, we can decide what makes us angry. You can't like you can't decide not to get upset about stuff. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I I agree with that to some the most extent. part. There are days where I just let it roll off my back. I will admit it's great to come in here and talk about it when it really does happen. There's <laughs> there's hundreds of incidents during the day that I let go and don't think about. Sure, you sure. know, but Absolutely. when it's like when it's just I've had enough. I've had it. <laughs> Do you know when I get to that point of. I've had it. Do you say that to your kids when they're like getting when they're acting up? Do you say like I've had it with you guys? Yeah, you, I love that. that's my uh, well, favorite I, parental I, saying. I also do the, especially well with both of them. I'll be like, can you not see that I'm not in the mood for this right now? Yeah. You know, I do that one. <laughs> like, your fucking timing is off. Especially this is when I do feel bad when I'm not down to joke. And oh, they're sure. joking, but it's annoying me because I'm the worst. I will not stop. When I'm bothering them, and my wife will say, like, you're a fucking two-year-old. Like, you're such a hypocrite because I'll bother them. Dad, stop. Dad. This is my daughter. Stop. Dad, stop. <laughs> and I'll just keep doing it because the more she tells me to stop, the funnier oh, I think it is. Even if it's just, like, the most infantile Poking or putting my or, finger near her face. Yeah, I'm not that, touching yeah, you. I'm not touching you game. Whatever. Dad, stop. Like, my son, I could fucking flick him in the eyeball if he's playing a game or something. Uh. He just doesn't need... He, he knows the art, though, of not reacting. Where my Inside, daughter he's seething. But, <laughs> yeah. like, if you don't, if don't react, it's not fun for you. He's even told his sister, like, if you just don't say anything, he'll stop. <laughs> like, but I'll do that. But then when they're joking with me and I'm not in the fucking mood, mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I fucking, you know, I get, <laughs> I fucking blow up at them. <laughs> and then that just makes them laugh. And I'm like, get in your room. <laughs> and they, they just oh, walk in there laughing at me. Oh, it's the worst. Pathetic old man. <laughs> I would end up killing my kid if they laughed at me, I think. Can't handle it. You got to respect me at all times. Oh, God. You, you say that, and that's the plan. It doesn't go as planned many hmm. times. We have questions about me raising kids. Okay. Should we do some questions? Yeah, let's do it. You have reached the voicemail box of... Rare Form Radio. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, what's this one? Question for Dan. Do you and your wife have any plans to start a family? 
The answer is absolutely not. <laughs> Why um, is that? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, the, the biggest one being, I know for me, I am way too selfish with my time and my money. And if I want to go to the movies at <clears throat> 10 a.m. on a Monday, I want to go. If I want to stay out late, if I want to sleep until noon, if I want to go to Boston for a month to go to baseball games, I want to be able to do it. Yeah. If I have a kid, I just can't. You just can't. Yeah. Uh, and my wife feels the same way. We don't want a dog. We don't want plants. Right. You don't I, want I to do- take care of anything. No responsibility. Yeah. Just myself and her and likewise. Smart. Uh, I also, I would be too scared of like the kid dying. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, I don't know that I could handle it. That's a reality. I know. I know. I think I would think of it every day. And I, I, I just sincerely don't think I'd be able to live life if well, my kid died. I, when the kids were, were infants, I would have to go in there like every 20 minutes when they were sleeping to make sure they She's not breathing. breathing. She's not breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's fucking, that's why. Why do you think my hair went gray so fast? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then also, like, there's so much, like, addiction in my family, and kids are just getting so fucked up on drugs, like, super early ages, all walks of life. Uh, I think uh, the world is a mess. Right. I don't want a kid to grow up uh, in this country at the moment or right. this world. Uh, there's too many people here. I, I say that to Luga uh, and Lo. I'm like, it's on you guys. I'm too old to change shit. Like yep. you guys better fucking pay attention to what's going on you around you. Guys here. and Greta, it's all it's <laughs> yeah, all yeah. you guys. Make yeah. it happen. Uh, what else? Yeah, it's just it's so expensive. It's mostly just oh, the God. selfishness. Do you know of, how much money we would have? I can't if imagine. I didn't have two kids. I can't imagine. I mean, you see what we, the way we roll as it is. Yeah, you guys you live know? a great life. Yeah, you, it you, would be awesome. For if... the most part, <laughs> whatever you want, you can kind of get, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and Within that's a nice reason. Place. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not getting a Lamborghini, but yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. hey, I want to get a new car, mm-hmm. do payments, whatever they are, cool, we'll make it work. Right. I want to watch. Yeah. I, uh, you know, you want to fly with Dave to New York for for Ink Master. Mm-hmm. You can go yeah. do it without mm-hmm. thinking about it. Right. Uh, a lot of people can't. But if you didn't have kids, you'd be on the private jet. Yeah, well, <laughs> my wife takes it to, like, if I didn't have you and oh, the kids. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm like, yeah, you, she'd be fucking loaded. She'd but, be, uh, she'd be living, living large. Yeah. I mean, there is, I love being a father. Yep. Honestly. Yep. And. You're good at it. I'm I'm tolerant, more tolerant than you would think. That's what I mean. I'm saying you're you're a good dad, and you're not like a one of these parents that just wants to be a buddy. Like you're a father. Oh no! Like I tell the kids that's come. That's another thing that comes out of my mouth. I'm like, you can we can cut the friend shit out, and I'll be your father all day long. If you want to hang and do some cool shit too, right? Then you got to act right. You know what I mean? But like I'm your father first. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, the hey buddy, good try. Like I, that's that's not that's not doing the kid any service. No, and, and there's been a lot of studies done. Kids want discipline. They need it. They pretend like they don't, but kids need it to grow yeah. and yeah, become a smart adult. Yeah. So, but uh, that's why I don't want uh, kids. Yeah, and it does. It, you can't do all that shit. You just can't. Well, we're talking about kids. We have we have a couple kid questions. Uh, hi, thanks for indulging my question, and Dan, excellent work on your clip of Prince Andrew choking on both of his feet. (laughs) You certainly did Adderall proud. Happy for Uh, I'm feeling very irritated towards people with kids. The entitlement and lack of manners from parents, particularly when they they fail to demonstrate manners in front of their children, 
makes me so cross. Do any of you, including Frank, feel strongly enough about this to bitch about it as much as I want to be it to be bitched about, which is a lot. Please help me. I'm at my wit's end. Happy hum, uh, happy holidays, bah humbug. And then there's a follow-up. Oh, mm. where she is, right here. In fact, I would specifically like to hear you bitch about parents who own monogrammed diaper bags. That would be <laughs> my ideal starting point for this discussion. Thank you. So you see more parents than we do. Mm-hmm. What do you, you have any other parent pet peeves besides the cunt from the place today? Yeah, I mean, but that's that's exactly that, it. That's the, the quintessential, that's the essence of the parent that's just like one. It, it, there's a lot of parts to it, actually, because one is the parent that doesn't give a fuck about the rest of the world yep. when it comes to their kid. Because my. Granted, I want my children to be their own people, but they need to be respectful that they live in a world with other people. And whether the other people are assholes or not, like, there are certain things you just, you don't do or you do or whatever. And I'm the first, like, I will crack my son in the back of the head for some faux pas that he's not supposed to be doing. A minor infraction. Yeah, in front of, you know, not abusively so but like uh, and even he'll be like hey like you know what i mean that's the way he gets it yeah you know what i mean but the parents that aren't uh aware of the world around them like today she can give a fucking shit about the health of everybody else let alone the fact that your child is coughing and gagging and we're eating (laughs) you know what i mean like you know what this is this would be me if that just because first of all i know it didn't just start happening in the restaurant it was it came in that way right right? so if that was me and it did start happening just in the restaurant excuse me waiter can we get the check please to we're gonna take it i gotta get him out of here yeah he's gotta go you know what i mean not not only for his own health to be in a you know comfy place under his covers you know nursing him back to health but so that everybody in the fucking place doesn't get sick from your fucking kid. Yep. You know what I mean? So there's that aspect. And then there are other parent pet peeves that I have of like the, you know, the, hey, buddy, you know, how does that make you feel inside? Like, who the fuck? I tell my kid, like, who the fuck? Nobody gives a shit about how you feel inside. That's the world you live in. Yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, I give a shit about it. Your friends you should do. Give, right. But nobody else does. Right. So, like, the entitlement of, of the, the entitlement that parents put upon their children of, you know, there are a lot of kids, most of them aren't special. That's what special means. And don't you tell, know what your, I mean? don't so, tell your kids right. are the most important people in the world. And don't tell them they can do anything they want because <laughs> they can't. Yeah. <laughs> when you tell a kid they can do anything that they want, they become president in the United exactly. States. Right. right. Look, look what that yeah. did for us. Yeah, yeah exactly. We got impeached, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah, believe which, this shit? Yeah, but nothing's going to happen. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah. But still, like, like, the point is, from now until the end of time, mm. the first thing you'll think about with Donald Trump is that he was impeached. Right, but Bill Clinton was impeached. And it's the first thing you think about <clears throat> nah, when it's you hear not. his name. It's me. Uh, the first thing I think about is all the fucking blowjobs he yeah, got. Yeah, but right. that led to impeachment. Yeah, but it was worth it. <laughs> but Nixon, impeachment, like that's the first thing you think but about. But he wasn't impeached. Of course, yeah. but the, he resigned because yeah, of that. <clears throat> but it's crazy times we're living in. Yeah. Really but, crazy uh, times. Yeah, I, I just... I. I I, I can't even follow the politics right now. I, 
it doesn't make me crazy like people <laughs> on the street do. It makes me crazy in the sense of like, oh, it's just there's too much going on. There's so much shit we don't know. There's so much behind the scene. There's so much bullshit and rhetoric and this and that. I just like I have to tune it out. Like <coughs> I'll watch highlights, but I can't like watch the impeachment trial, like sit there with a box of popcorn and watch right. it. I'll just find out what happened because I just it's just all bullshit. Right. All of it's bullshit. You know. Anyway, we can get back to the parenting thing. Um, that's kind of it as far as the parenting. Parenting. Yeah, stuff. yeah. There's many different categories of different parents that I fucking hate too. Um, what else we got? We had a great show last week. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, Heidi Van Tassel on the show, the woman who had diarrhea dumped on her by a homeless guy. Yes. And we had really nice feedback. People really dug that show. Mm-hmm. And did you know that? So we talked about the GoFundMe right on the show. Mm-hmm. And she has since started one and is maybe on the road to getting the help she needs. Nice. So if you can, go check out her GoFundMe on her Facebook page, Heidi Sabrina Van Tassel, and contribute. But yeah, um, had a great talk with her, and we had some good feedback, including this message. Hey, oh, it's Steve from Pittsburgh. Uh, I wanted to say that um, I loved last week's show, and I really think that you should consider having Heidi Van Tassel become your new host, uh, co-host since, um, since Dan chased off Lisa in the early shows. <laughs> you, need a, you need a girl on the show, and I think she's perfect. It was a great show. See you guys. Thank you. Agreed. The feminine voice yeah. was a great thing. Yep. And that is something that we are doing and we are working on, mm-hmm. and hopefully we already have that kind of angle already picked out and stuff like that but yes agreed and it didn't hurt that she was lovely yes that she was articulate that she was able to roll with the style of jokes that we were making it's something that i think is an attribute to her that she's able to have a sense of humor about it it's you know i get on the radio we all get on the radio we all talk a lot of shit I'm Mr. Angry Guy. There's many parts of my day that aren't like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so right. the fact that she's able to do that, I thought, were, were, made her just an amazing guest. Yeah, she, uh, she fit in nicely, and uh, she's now part of the family. She'll be back. Yeah, we're going to have her back just to hang and talk and so shoot the we, shit. We found out off the air after, after she left that she was like a Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and she grew up like... In cults and shit. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have her back, and she was in like some popular metal bands back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely so. talk to her again. She will be back. Um, what do we got here? Uh, what do we got yet? Any minute now. Um, hey, did you and Todd listen to Artie Artie Lang on Joe Rogan? Baby Gorilla Man. Great to have him still around. Did you watch that? I caught some of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw clips from it. It's very good. If anyone doesn't know, Artie Lang is a stand-up comedian who's been around for 20-something years. He's been He's in brilliant. movies, and he was on Howard Stern for 10 years, Yeah, which I right. still think is the, the best window of Stern ever. Me too. Absolutely, 100%. Um, but he's a longtime junkie since he was a teenager. And, uh, hardcore fucking life. Hardcore. Heroin, coke, everything. Yeah. That and, guy goes for it. And very publicly has a really hard time staying clean. Mm-hmm. 
to the point where if you if you Google him now, if you Google Artie Lang, the first thing will pop up is Artie Lang's nose, which has completely collapsed into itself because mm-hmm. of drug use. Right. And uh, apparently he he thinks, and I guess doctors he talked to think, it's from a specific incident of him snorting glass, not knowing wow. it was glass in it. And that's what deviated the septum and made it start to collapse. Oh my God. And then the years of drug use and all that. And he's very open about it, too. He's spent time in prison. Mm-hmm. He's in and out of court all the time. For, he's, he's on probation yeah, right he's right now. on probation. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is sad because he is brilliant. Yep. He is funny. He is intelligent. He's open and honest about his drug use, but uh, yeah, he's having a hard time. But apparently, he's he's doing, doing okay good. right now. I, I think like he, he lost has a ton like of weight, nine or ten months sober, something like that. Wow. He's yeah. making the rounds on podcasts, and he just started his own podcast, his second or third. But now he's like doing two shows a week and interviewing uh, Lenny Dykstra and Lawrence Taylor and other comedians right, right. and and good stuff. So good for him. Um, I, we don't know him at all. Yeah, no, I never met him, but I'm just a fan. <laughs> but there was a, I sent him a message once on Twitter. Didn't know him. He didn't know me. And uh, I just said, hey, I know you do a lot for police officers. Um, my cousin is a cop, and one of his good friends was killed in the line of duty. Just wondering if you would be willing to do a shout out or something. Mm. And he responded, he goes, where is it? I said, it's in Massachusetts. He goes, how about if I go do a free comedy show for them and give all the proceeds to the guy's family. Wow. I was like, that'd be incredible. Yeah, yeah. And he fucking did it. Yeah, he's... And didn't tweet about it. He mm-hmm. didn't, like, tell the world about right, it. Right, right. But he just went and did this private thing for... It was, like, four police officers and their family. Wow. And all the money from the club or whatever went to the guy's family. Yeah, he, he's a good dude. That's awesome, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of junkies have big hearts. Not me. No. No. <laughs> I do a lot You're in of the good. minority. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're... We are pulling for Artie. Um, yes, for sure. What else we got here? We got a lot of questions like this. I don't know. It's weird. Um, your last episode was, in my opinion, your best. I laughed till I cried in my cubicle at work. I was wondering if you'll ever have Eric Avery on the show. I love Dave Navarro's whole body of work, but I have to say deconstruction is my favorite after nothing shocking and ritual. Dave's full potential, in my opinion comes out in full bloom when he plays off of Avery, especially evident on Deconstruction. Much like Flea and Frushanti seem to complement each other. Uh, I would love to talk to Eric. Yeah. I don't know if he'd want to talk to us. Um, he's my favorite bass player of all time. But uh, I don't know. I don't know where those guys stand at the moment either. Yeah, but fuck them. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'd love to talk to him. He's a smart guy. Yeah, I've had He's very many... open with his opinions. I had many great conversations with him, especially for the brief time that he was back with them uh, a bunch of years back mm-hmm. with the band. And uh, Well, your old show is kind of what got him back in the band. Yeah, he came on Spread TV, yep. and he was a great guest. And, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Yep. You know, he's, he's opinionated and honest and direct, and he's an amazing talent for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, those bass lines and stuff like that on those – Records are just incredible. Brilliant. Yeah, that's so. why he's easy, easily, without any question, my favorite bass player and the guy mm-hmm. that I've like uh, made my style be most like if I could. Right, is Eric. Yeah, I would. I would love to talk to him. I don't know if he would or if he'd be interested or, but yeah, we could. Maybe we'll try. Yeah, point. we could reach out to him. Um, this is a nice one here. 
Hey everyone, I just wanted to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a fabulous New Year. Thanks for the laughs. I really appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Bye. I like how there was no mention of any Jewish holidays in there. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, when you send us messages, you don't need to ask us questions. We Sometimes we just like hearing compliments. That's right. We appreciate uh, both of you that listen. Because I never, <laughs> I never get compliments for anything I ever I know. do. So, no, so like, we may pretend like we don't like the praise, but we sure do. Yes. And we, thank, we you for the, yeah, thank, thank you for the lovely message. Oh, we got more. Hi, this is Lars from Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, I was wondering if Dan has seen uh, the Corey Taylor documentary, In Search of Darkness. And if so, his uh, thoughts and opinions of it. Have a good show. Cheers. Have uh, you seen it? No. No. Do you know about it? I know about it, but I haven't seen it. I either. haven't seen it. And I can't wait. I spoke to him recently and <clears> told him <throat> I was excited about it, and he said he's going to send me a link, and he didn't, so he's dead to me. Yeah. Um, but it's Corey Taylor is the singer from Slipknot and Stone Sour, and he, much like myself, has an obsession with horror movies. Right. And the same wheelhouse of like '80s slasher stuff yeah. that I I've like. seen him been posting about it a ton. Yeah. yeah. So I think he did a documentary where he just like talks about the history of horror movies and. Nice takes you through his favorites but i have not but i would love to yeah i remember he came in one time when uh we were at um what's it called the independent fm for an interview and he started talking about some uh i guess they were recording uh, I, I think like the second album or something and the house they were recording at was like haunted or something oh. they had this super crazy story and it's in his book i won't oh, right spoil it but yeah yeah okay but, Cool. Do you remember when he can. was on Dark Matter? We just gave him tons of shit about hitting the cell phone out of that kid's hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was really great. He did not know what he was walking into. Now, this is my kind of question, too. I love this. Uh, absolutely no context to this question, but what do you think of the films of Nicolas Cage? Oh, hmm. wow. <clears throat> Nicolas Cage is definitely an acquired taste. <laughs> I think. The least. There are some things I've loved him in. In fact... Raising Arizona. I yeah. Mean, come on, for in fuck's fact. sake. <clears throat> oh, I wonder if I have it on my phone. Leaving Las Vegas was good. That was great. Have Leaving Las Vegas was amazing. Yeah. That's one of those kinds of movies that anytime it's on, I watch it. Like, wherever it's... Yep. That's the alcoholic one? Yeah. The super heavy yeah. one with Elizabeth Shue? Right. Yeah. Is that the girl in it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's hot. Um, the... Let me see. If I could find this, but... <clears throat> While you're looking... Go ahead. Uh, he was in a movie like two years ago called Mandy. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of it or seen no. it? No. You guys ever hear of a movie called uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow? No. Mm-mm. Okay. This director is just this fucking wild director who has such a specific look to his films where you can almost spot it a mile away. Mm. Like a, a P.T. Anderson or whoever, like that kind of, that kind of, mm. not, not a similar look, but you can tell their movies just yeah, by looking right. Wes Anderson right. film, Wes like Anderson, Rush, that's Rushmore and shit like yep. that, yeah. So uh, there's this movie called Mandy um, that, uh, it's Nick Cage and his, him and his wife, he's a lumberjack and he lives in the woods with his wife and this cult comes and like kidnaps his wife and it's a revenge movie of him like trying to get his wife or get the guys that took her. And it's incredible. Really, <laughs> it's like a it's a horror thriller action, oh, super wow. weird movie. But I highly recommend you guys watch Mandy. Mandy. 
It's incredible. Do you know his work as Nick Coppola? No. <laughs> he, I know he's you know, a Coppola. He's, he's a yeah, Coppola. Right, right. He's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He's one of the stoner guys who's in, who hangs out with Sean Penn like when they're in okay. the All-American right, Burger. Right. And, uh, oh, no, no, no. He's not one of the stoner guys. He's one of the workmen. Yeah, I thought one he was in the restaurant. Waiters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, when they're having the fight with the big hairy pussy. <laughs> Is he the paper hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's credited as Nick Coppola mm. in that film. Mm. Anyway, um, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I'm watching Peggy Sue Got Married, yep. which is one of those movies that I always forget about, but then I see it like every 10 years and I'm like, oh, this yeah. is a good movie. Yeah. You know? So I was watching it and I always forget that this one scene is in it that has always made me crack up laughing. So I'm watching it and like, I realize that the scene, the line is going to be said like eight seconds before it's said and I start laughing already and I laugh <laughs> so fucking hard. Like stoned, you know, like side splitting left or right to pause it oh, yeah. and keep oh, watching it over and yep. over again. And I haven't had a good laugh like that in a long time, right? So it's so stupid too, because it's really not that funny. But you're making me laugh I, just anticipating. <laughs> I filmed I filmed the TV because I knew <laughs> I knew that Dave knows the line that I'm talking about. So I sent it to him and he you know, usually when we send each other something, we'll, ha ha. Either you hit the automatic ha ha button, right, or you write ha ha. Right. Emoji, maybe you know. But uh, <laughs> he had to call me, and he was laughing as he called me. All right, so here it is. I can't understand a word that's being said. It sounds like Frank talking. My wang. That's the way he delivers the line. He goes, he goes, he makes a weird mouth. He goes, you, she's talking about, doesn't you, don't you want to bring your dick out? Like they're in the car, they're getting hot and steamy. She's been married to him and she's like, she knows and she's an adult. But they're kids, and he hasn't obviously been down this road yet. And she's like, doesn't little Chucky Wucky want to come out? Isn't that? And he goes, <laughs> he goes you mean my wang? <laughs> and just the way he <laughs> says that line. <laughs> I told you. It's not funny, but it's hilarious. I get it. I get anyway, it. <laughs> so yeah, Nick Cage has given me one of the biggest laughs I've ever had watching a film. Let's go through his IMDb. I really like The Rock. I thought that was another good Nick Cage. Movie. Oh, with Sean Connery? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Welcome good. Welcome to The Rock. That's, pre- that's, that's a good movie. That was a, that was a solid um, movie. Nick Cage. <clears throat> Ed Harris was also in it. Great actor. Yeah. I like Ed Harris Ed a Harris is, yeah. The Right Stuff. Are you guys fans of that film? Yes. That's a great it, film. Uh, uh, that's... Glenn, what the? It's not John Glenn. Yeah, who? that's who he's playing, John Glenn. No, no, but who's the who's the actor with the last name Glenn? 
Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn. He He's plays in that. Scott Carpenter. Yeah. No. no, he plays Alan Shepard. Well, Nick Cage has been in a hundred. Yeah, he's in. Things. Yeah, it's a lot. Valley, like, Fast Times, Valley Girl. Uh, I was gonna say he's like Tom Cruise that he does like three movies every month. Kinda yeah. for a while. I mean, Raising Arizona, Moonstruck, both are great. Uh, Time to Kill. Didn't he do a David Lynch movie? Um, I don't think so. You could just let him read the list, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> no, Sorry, no, but, no, I'm not gonna read everything. Honeymoon in Vegas. Uh, I'm only reading the good ones. Leaving Las Vegas, The Rock, Con Air, Face Off. Oh, that that so. was like the weird era when yeah. he was starting to get like almost comical. Eight Millimeter, I loved. Remember yeah, that Eight one? Millimeter is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Underrated movie, Gone in sixty seconds. Family Man, The Weatherman adaptation, which I think you love. adaptation is one of my fucking favorite movies of all time. I don't understand the movie, but I think I like it. I think I understand it. <laughs> like I, You're smarter than me, though, so well, maybe. I mean, he's playing a writer, and I kind of get what oh, the angst that he's going through, mm -hmm. but the genius of it, the, really the genius is in Charlie Kaufman writing the screenplay, because how that fucking guy comes up with the idea to write a screenplay about himself adapting a book and fictionalizing a twin brother character in it and the way it just all goes around and around and around, and the, the way that Nicolas Cage plays it is amazing because there's no vanity whatsoever in that film. He's got this gross wig on. He's, like, half-balding. He's not in good shape. He's, he's the just insecure. the same director of right? Same yeah, director? same writer. And okay. I don't, know, no, I don't know if Spike Jones directed Adaptation. I think, I think Spike Jones. I don't know. Okay, for I'll sure. look. But anyway, up adaptation. Yeah. If you have not seen that film, it's Nicolas Cage and Meryl Streep and uh, Chris. What's his fucking last name? I'm blanking on the actor. Anyway, it's an amazing. It is Spike Jones. Okay. It's one of the most fucked up. Chris Cooper. Like Chris Cooper, yeah. It's one of the most fucked up, like analytical of the human psyche films. And I won't describe anymore because I don't want to ruin it. But the national, the national it, treasure movies were enjoyable. Yeah, they were right. they're good goofy, for but what they're they good. are. Yeah. Um, what else has he done? He's done some <clears> great <throat> shit. I love. I'm telling you, watch Mandy. I loved it. Loved it. Uh, what else we got? Um, why does Dan hate Red Hot Chili Peppers so much? Does Todd? I can understand the newer mellow stuff, but honestly, have any of you listened to the Uplift Mofo album in full? It's fantastic. You're the best. Thanks, Tom. Well, I don't like them mostly because their music is bad. <laughs> That's the main reason I don't like I don't the Chili Peppers. That. That's fine. I uh, uh, I don't like ahead. funk. Mm -hmm. I don't like. I do. That's you so do. Bad. Uh -huh. Like in general, you're a funk guy. Like I like funk. I like jazz. I, I like, like sucking dicks. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I like that, <laughs> that too. Sense. I like sucking funky, jazzy dicks. <laughs> we got to change the name of the show to Funky Jazzy Dicks. <laughs> I, uh, I do. That album in particular that he's mentioned, I think is their best album. They lost me, though, after Blood Sugar. It just got too big. Did you like me. that album? I did when it came out. And then once I saw like my preppy buddies chanting give it away now i was like i got i gotta ditch this band there's a couple <laughs> songs i like but I, i've listened to that album i've listened to mother's milk i had blood sugar i just don't like that thing i don't like i did i think also white rap 
Yeah, I hear you on that, actually. And I have... Uh, Get up on your hands and knees. There's personality <laughs> things that I don't like about them. Um, but California through beef. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like that song. You love like, it. It's I your favorite one. That's kind of what but, you're saying. But uh, <laughs> Mother's Milk and Uplift Mofo, I like those albums. Knock Me I Down guess. is a great song. I love that. Higher mm. Ground is cool, even though it's not their song. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was there's a great some, cover. There's some good stuff. Their but ballads were good. As a whole. Uh, like a Soul nah. to Squeeze. I think this... Soul I think to Squeeze was a That's cool. Conehead's yeah. uh, soundtrack. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think that the... Uh, I think the singing is the weakest part of that yep. band, if mm. you ask me. But And they, they're all incredible players. Yeah. yeah. It's all great. <clears throat> John Frusciante's back in the band. You know mm. that? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's been all over the news. Yep. Um, couldn't care less. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'm... I, is it, is it like put the, it this way. The fifth time he rejoins. Or let's something? let's yeah. be honest here. Let's say this because yeah. you. This is definitely happened to you, and it might have happened to you. Mm-hmm. There's a thing when you move to LA and you're a music fan, <clears throat> or an actor, fan, acting fan, you know, fan of films or whatever. When you move here and you start to meet people in your everyday life, uh, through some circumstances, you being you know, working with bands and me filming them and da, 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 and my friendship with Dave and everything, you meet a lot of people that were probably inspirational to you at one point. And a weird thing happens. Like people Either, that were like on your wall as kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a weird thing happens. Is Dave calling me right now? Either <clears throat> they've ruined it for you and you can't really relate to the music that once was inspirational to you or... It enhances it, weirdly, even in a way, which is rarer that that happens, but that has happened to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Red Hot Chili Peppers was one of those bands that I had some personal dealings with some of the people in it, and I can't listen to them anymore. Ah, it went the bad way. Yeah, but, e- but it even works both ways in the sense that I've met people that I had a bad experience with and they're, I'm still listening to their music ritualistically, even though they were dicks. Interesting. You know? I have that. Uh, <clears throat> I have both feelings with the same band, which is weird. Guns How and, so? Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's no secret that I have a problem with Matt Storm, and I'm not going to make any jokes, but for the sake of the story, like, uh, I don't like him. So when I hear like the Use Your Illusion songs, there's certain parts where the, the drums are very obvious to me. Prominent, yeah. And I'm like, ugh, that fuck. Mm-hmm. But then I'll hear Duff's bass line, mm-hmm. and I fucking love Duff McKagan so right, much. Right. He's, He's been nothing but cool to me. such a cool guy, yeah. He's uh, one of my coolest moments of my life ever was when Duff joined uh, uh, Jane's, Jane's Addiction, Addiction for yeah. six months. And that that style of music is not really his style. Right. Like those bass lines is not his style. Right. And he knew that I knew all the songs and we knew each other a bit. Mm. And he was like, Dan, would you mind coming into rehearsal a couple hours early this week and teach me these bass lines? Right, right. And that's just, I'm not going to even pretend that wasn't the coolest shit ever. Yeah, of course. I grew up listening to Appetite and Duff is one of my heroes, but to have... Duff McKagan asked me to teach him bass mm-hmm. lines and for him to be like have no pride, no like right, uh, not no pride, right. no, uh, no ego, ego about it. Yeah. Be like, hey, this mm-hmm. kid who I know knows these songs. I got to yeah. learn them. So what? And it was incredible. So I can listen to Use Your Illusion 
and hear the bass sign and be like, oh, this is fucking rad. And hear the drums and be like, ah, fuck my life. Right, right, right. With the same band. <laughs> right, right. So it's it's tough. Is Doug from L.A.? or He's from Seattle. 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 Gotcha. Okay. I was up there one time, and I fell into a bad circumstance. Nothing, nothing majorly bad, but we were in a place with my family that we were told was a cool place and just wasn't, and it was bad. Like a place to stay? Yeah, like we were, yeah, we were taking a little, a little okay. road trip, and and we we're kind of stuck there for a couple of days now. And I'm talking to Dave on the phone, and he's at rehearsal. And Duff got on the phone with me, and he talked to me for like an hour. He's the told best, me dude. like, dude, you first of all, you should have called me f- beforehand, and you could have stayed at my way, and da da da. And then you should go here and go there, and if you're right there, go here. Like, amazing. Didn't have to. You know what I mean? Didn't have to take the time, whatever. He's just a fucking class act, that guy. <laughs> that's that's yeah. perfect duff. Yeah. And then at the same time, uh, I've known him now. I met, I think I met him for the first time in 2002 or something. And uh, my, my band was, my shitty band I was in was recording an album and Sorm was kind of managing us. Mm-hmm. And I went and talked to Duff and I was like, hey, how did you get that appetite for destruction bass sound? He's like, well, you just get this head and you tweak. You know what? Let me just give you the rig I used. He didn't even know me, but gave right. me the appetite. Yeah, rig. that's wow. so. And that's the difference in personalities too. Like how? Right. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. So two years ago, GNR reunited with Slash and Duff for mm-hmm. the first time right. at the Troubadour, and um, Duff called me and said, "Hey, do you want to come to this Troubadour thing?" And again, I was like. Yeah, yeah. Very touched that he would even yeah. think to ask me. Uh, I was thrilled, and uh, he goes, yeah, I'll put you on plus one. Um, give me a call if there's a problem. I show up at the door the next night or a week later, and I give my name, Dan Cleary, on the list. Like, sorry, you're not on the list. I'm like, ah, well, I, I am, but uh, right, right. Duff McKagan, <laughs> uh, I'm on the GNR list. Sorry, you're, uh, you're not on the list. Okay, okay. So I try calling Duff and texting, and I know I hate to bother guys on show days because I know how yeah. guys are, and this is like their mm-hmm. first big thing. Yeah, and he's not answering, and I'm with my buddy, and I'm kind of getting embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And then eventually Duff answers. He goes, "Dude, you're definitely on the list. Just go ask again." Right. So I cut in front of the line again. Again, I talked to Duff. He's inside. He said my name's on the list. It's uh, Dan Cleary. You may want to take another look. Right. <laughs> Sorry, sir, you're not on the list. Oh, I'm like, okay, let me step out of line again. People are starting to, like, I can hear people yeah. talking like this fucking yeah. douchebag, yeah, 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 this yeah. Hollywood douche. So I call him again. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. It's not. I'm not on the list. I don't know what to do. He goes, your name's Dan Murphy, right? That's so fucking funny. And I was funny. like, no, dude, nice. it's Dan Cleary. You fucking racist! Is he Irish? He's he's Irish. Yeah, McKagan yeah, yeah, is yeah, Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he like assumed my name was Dan Murphy. <laughs> We've known each other for sixteen years at this point. The bet. First of all, you are from now right. on. You need to go put cock, oh god yeah cock whatever on right, your thing, right. and you need to change your name to Dan Murphy on all your I social will. media. I will. And it would have been even funnier if he put it as Dan McKagan. Oh, that's <laughs> Some, true. I, I, I know he's Irish. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's Dan Cleary, and he's like, oh my god, of course it is. I'm so sorry. I'm an idiot because he he only calls me D. He doesn't ever calls me Dan. It's always yeah. D. And uh, that was funny, but it was still like one of those things where like I was with a buddy. I'm like, that's okay. We're on the GNR list. And then the guy who put me on didn't know my name. And yeah, it's good stuff. 
<laughs> Dan he, uh, Murphy. Dan Murphy. There was one time I went to some rehearsal that they were doing, whatever, because I was filming. They were going to play that a show at Bardo. Bardo, yeah. yeah. And I filmed that show. And uh, oh, I got to see that. You still have that? Yeah, it's. That's I think cool. it's online. <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, I filmed the show, and uh, it was a little small place, or whatever. And I went to one of the rehearsals. That day was a nightmare, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. not fun. It was yeah. a, it was a nightmare to shoot too. Yes. It was tiny in there, and anyway, Full, yeah. yeah. So uh, I come in, and I, you know, obviously, I'm best friends with Dave, and I know all the guys. And hey, and Stephen comes up to me, and gives me some elaborate handshake or whatever, and then like I don't know him all that well yet. You know what I mean? I've only met him a handful of times. And he comes up to me, he's like, that's kind of fucked up, bro. And I go, what? And he's like, well, I just got like a weak little handshake. And like, you have these elaborate ones with the rest of the guys. So I was like, well, let's make one up now. We made up this. So for like a year straight, every time I saw him, the handshake, it was like some stupid fucking thing. Oh, he's the but best. it's the same, yep. you know, it's this, you feel like a little kid, like living out a kind of a weird dream. Like. Wow, this is a guy that I fucking listened to in high school. Yep. You know what I mean? This album, this seminal thing that changed the face of music. We're making up handshakes together. It's cool. It's a great. It's a great. That was my Rolling Stones in a way. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. It's just like I don't. We don't. I don't stay in touch with them much. But every time a Boston team wins a championship, which is often. I know I'm getting a voicemail from Duff. Right. Like, talking about it, congratulating, and I do the same with him with Seattle. So That's it's cool. cool. Now, this became the Duff McKagan yeah. cock-sucking show. I was show, just going to say, <laughs> did you call each other to suck each other's cocks? We should get him in here. That'd say. be fun to get yeah, him in here. Yeah, great. That I think we could do. Cool. Um, we got more questions. Want to keep going? Let's take one or two more, because I'm... I got to fucking piss so bad right now. Okay. I drink this, <laughs> this question's water. for you, so... All right. This question is for Todd. Some friends of mine invited me to a sex club. It's my first time, so wanted to know if you had any experience you wanted to share or advice for a newbie. Thank you. Hmm. I've been to a few in my day. Not really participated all that much. But I've been to I've been to a lot of them actually. Is the sex club literally just people are fucking at a club? Some, some of them. I mean, a lot of it's also just show like there's S and M shows going on, or there's like there's weird sexual um, deviancy that's going on for performance. Okay, and then there's a bunch of people around in crevices and corners doing whatever they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've been to many in my day. Um, I'm more voyeuristic, like, and I'm just not that guy that's going to do that. So I would say if you're new and you're going, go with an open mind and just, like, check shit out. Don't eagerly... Can I fuck your ass? Yeah. (laughs) Don't just start sucking dicks right when you fucking breach the doorway. Frank. Um, All right, all right. I'll watch it next time. uh, Many of the people who are in there go often and are professionals and live that lifestyle. A lot of the shit you see is stuff that they are pro at. You know what I mean? So I would say just go and be open-minded and like kind of voyeuristically check everything out. If something's turning you on, watch it. Mm -hmm. Like 
I look at it almost like I haven't been in a long time, but I used to look at it almost like going to the movies. You know right. what I mean? Like you just I'm watching what I like to see and I'm not looking at what I don't like to see and you know, you I was always usually with someone that kind of gave us entree, like in a way where people are talking to us and wanting to hang out and shit like that. But yeah, just go and hang out. Just is go there, and hang out. That is would there be a my live thing. sex show in LA. I'm sure there is still like I there wonder. used to be. <clears throat> and I know there's like VIP sex things that go on. I know we had guests on that do those yep. kind of things sanctum or whatever yeah, sanctum, yep. yeah um so yeah they're around i mean i'm just a little bit out of touch with all that world but uh yeah the times i went i just went and hung out and looked at whatever i fucking want to look at you know cool and it's cool too because you get to see shit that you wouldn't see sure you know like but uh yeah i never participated okay just went home and jerked off there you go <laughs> Uh, I'll do one last question because it's pertinent to tonight. Hey, guys. I was just curious to know what your thoughts were on the new Star Wars movies, kind of where they're going with the stories and the new characters. Are you a fan? Do you hate it? Um, starting with The Force Awakens and Rogue One, and then, of course, The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker coming out in a couple weeks here. So we got that a couple weeks ago, but the movie comes out tonight, right. and I am thrilled. I'm very excited about it. I loved The Force Awakens. I loved Rogue One. I loved the Solo movie. I had problems with Last Jedi mm-hmm. because I, I just, uh, I don't want to go down the road, but I'm very excited about it. Uh, the <clears> reviews <throat> have been not good. I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> I, li- I loved Rogue One. Yeah. The Force Awakens, I loved the fanfare of going because we went to the premiere. We were invited to the Hollywood big premiere. So that was fun. And. It was cool just because I'm a child of the first three. You know, and it f- was the first two movies. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but as I've seen it again since, I'm like, this movie's not that fucking good. Like, yeah, once you get good. over seeing Han Solo in the movie and Princess Leia, I'm like, eh, it's not that great. Oh, yeah. It lost its luster from okay. that first. I was more attracted to the glitz and glam of the event. Than I was the film. I just I loved Kylo Ren. I thought he's a great character. He's a good character for yep. sure. Um, I thought they pulled that off. Yeah, you're right about that. But then that last one. What's the name of that last one? Last Jedi. Yeah, that was fucking terrible, and it makes me not give a shit about this one. I have such deep problems with that movie. I didn't see the Solo movie. It was good. People shit all over it, but that guy played a great Han Solo. It was exciting. It was a. Easy to follow. It was good. Yeah. Rogue One, I thought, was the best out of all the new ones. It's fantastic. It had yeah. nothing to do with any characters yeah. that we have uh, Dude, preconceived that, thoughts about. That's the, gen- that's the genius of the screenwriting is take a little instance. Like, where do these battle plans come from? And make a whole movie based on that. A blip of the first three movies. While you yeah. know, Yeah, while you know all this other shit that you know and love is going on, this is something that you didn't get to see. Another peak. Yeah into another side of it that's genius but mm-hmm. like the continuation stuff or the you know so what are these one two and three no these, no, these are, are seven, seven eight, nine. eight nine like you know so the one that comes out tonight the the rise of skywalker is the finale they should that's... have stopped at empire strikes back and left it at that 
Such an idiot. No. <laughs> Jedi is the best one. Jedi okay, with okay, the okay, Ewok. Okay, I was just going to say. <laughs> Your shoulders went up again. Yeah, yeah. You're about to come across <laughs> the table at me. The, the fucking forest full of little Jar Jar Binkses of, the, of that age. Wait, weren't you supposed to fuck me up tonight? I'm going to fuck you up after the show. Don't, like, oh did you see it? I saw what you did, yes, and I got a pretty good, pretty so good idea a, of what's I've happening. Done, I've done some amazing things in my life, and this is my crowning achievement. I thought the <laughs> Prince Andrew clip last week was the best thing I've ever done. I, uh, my impression of Todd was like, it's like watching a home video of him. Almost, yeah. yeah I couldn't tell the difference. Oh, no. <laughs> See, but here's the thing. I am going to fuck you up. But it won't oh, be tonight, right. and it's not going to be when you're ready for it. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. Awful. I like it. Uh, Just for that, tough. we're going to end with one more question, and you're going to love it. And let's not even answer it. Okay. Because you're not going to want to. Okay. Well, hello there, from Radio. This is Rush from Canada. And I have a simple question for you this time. I just want to know, if you guys were to put out a Christmas album based on your radio show, what kind of songs would you have on it? What kind of Christmas ditties would you share with the world? And I don't mean titties. Well, it was nice talking to you. All right. Uh, now Todd, I got two people you. to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back next week. Right? Yes. It's a, 20, it's a day after Christmas? E- oh, yeah. No, the, it's two days after Christmas. No, Christmas it's is on Tuesday, day. isn't it? No, it's on Wednesday. Oh, Christmas Sorry. Eve is on Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Next week is I the 26th. Christmas. Gotcha. Yeah. We around? Everyone around? Yeah. All yeah, right. I'm here. Thank you, Todd Newman. Thank you, Dan. Thank, Thank you, you, Frank. Thank you, guys. <clears throat> and uh, we'll see you next week. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.